The gospel today focuses on a group of people that in the time of Jesus had a very bad reputation. These were the tax collectors, people who collaborated with the Roman Empire and were generally considered outcast by their people. While that might have been generally true, is it true for Zacchaeus? If we dig a little deeper, might our prejudices be challenged? Will we have to re-examine the judgment we have made of him? When Jesus invites himself to Zacchaeus' house, the Pharisees grumble that he is a sinner. Zacchaeus defends himself, literally stopping the procession to his house to publicly demonstrate that he's not a sinner as charged. First, he proclaims that he regularly gives half of his possessions to the poor. Zacchaeus uses the present tense, which in the Greek language describes repeated customary practice. Zacchaeus does this on a regular, ongoing basis. Most translations use the future tense, I will give, which is grammatically possible, but less plausible in the Greek. In Luke, giving alms is a sign of righteousness. So here we have the very strong possibility that Zacchaeus has been presented by Luke as a good person, a righteous man. Second, he pronounces a conditional clause. If I have cheated someone. This form in the Greek does not imply any kind of guilt or that he consciously committed extortion. What it means is that if he has discovered that he's cheated somebody, then he has a plan whose details are truly amazing. He will restore what he has inadvertently cheated fourfold or 400%. Jewish law as found in the Torah demanded the restoration of the object plus 20% interest. Roman law required fourfold restitution only from a convicted criminal. Zacchaeus has surpassed the Torah's requirements and met the most stringent of terms in Roman law. Now that's quite a commitment to make. And one would have to be pretty certain that you have not consciously, consistently cheated anybody to make that kind of promise. The name Zacchaeus appears in the Old Testament only once, and in the New Testament also only once, here in Luke's Gospel. The Hebrew word from which this name is formed means clean, pure, innocent. Luke has reported the story as a meeting between Jesus and a good person which means that maybe Zacchaeus has been misrepresented through the ages. Scholars are also divided about whether Zacchaeus converted on the occasion of meeting Jesus 
or whether he had done so earlier in his career. Given what's already been said, it's possible, and maybe even likely, that Zacchaeus has already encountered Jesus, has already mended his ways, was already living a good life. This raises the possibility that he was the victim of envy, malicious rumors, even prejudicial typecasting. After all, Jesus recognized his worth by calling him son of Abraham rather than son of tax collectors. I think the lesson of the gospel today is about checking our prejudices, about being careful in our judgments, and about not generalizing. It was true that tax collectors worked for the Roman Empire, but not all tax collectors were corrupt. It's true that many tax collectors lived rich and extravagant lives, but not all tax collectors were greedy and self-centered. Generalizing about a group of people is the worst kind of intellectual laziness. It leads to wrong conclusions and unjust behaviors. Think of all the generalizations you make about groups of people, whether they're based on race, gender, age, or nationality. Maybe the gospel today is a lesson to us, a reminder to check our prejudice.